If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome, everybody, to your Circle of Influence podcast. I am your co-host, Dr. Monica Ogando. And I'm Amy Walker. We are so delighted that you are here and uh, today we're going to be talking about something that you may have heard the term, and we want to kind of unpack it a little bit and, and talk about what it is, why it's problematic, and what we can do it instead. Do you want to reveal what we're talking about today, Amy? Dun, 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 performative activism. And if you're like, what the what? I had to ask Monica like three times, wait, what is performative activism again? <laughs> what is it again? <laughs> <laughs> So what is it? What is performative activism based on your understanding, Miss Amy Walker? It's being active in causes only for the public eye, but not because you actually really align with it or really believe it. It's just that surfacey, you're there for show and trying to make yourself look like you care more than you care. Slacktivism even. Let's call it what it is. Slacktivism. (laughs) That's a good term. Yeah, right? So it's basically silence. It makes you question if people are actually changing their mindsets or simply appearing to do so out of fear of looking like they're unwoke or trying to go along with what they feel is a trend. And it's so much easier to change your Instagram, um, you know, time feed uh, or timeline feed to a black uh, square than it is to actually risk your social capital, your physical presence, your, you know, community standing for the sake of something that you deeply believe in, but perhaps aren't fully proficient in, you know, like one thing that I know about you, Amy, is that you are, you highly care about the well-being of everybody that you care about, obviously, but, but you're particularly concerned that your black friends, your, your women of color friends, um, that they feel cared for in your presence too. I have, I have witnessed that. There have been many things in this, you know, 2020 has just been a heck of a year. And there've been many things that have happened that you actually just checked in on me. You were like, are you doing okay? Do you need to talk about this? Do you need to throw a pillow somewhere or a break? (laughs) Who knows, you know? (laughs) Um, And that's not something that you can post about in social media. That's not something you can blog about. That's not a YouTube channel, you know, clip or whatever. That that happens in the sacredness and in the privacy of a relationship. That's just, you know, you get it honest, right? And so that's why performative activism is so offensive because you're taking something that's so sacred and so intimate and making a show out of it just so that you can appear to be, because you're not even doing it for the sake of what you supposedly are committed to you're doing it just for the sake of you know i checking off a list as it were right well and you know i think this has been a really interesting year for me 
Um, I know it's been an interesting year for a lot of people, but I, I feel like in some ways I discovered that my um, parents are criminals and I'm like trying to figure out the new world. Like some of the things that I was so sure were good are not good, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and I've always been the kind of person who I give, I believe the best in people. I really do. I give them the benefit of the doubt and to see things happen this year that I'm like, you know what? I don't know that I can give you the benefit of the doubt on that. I think you did just do that because people were calling on you and pressuring you to speak up. And so you spoke up just enough to not be uncomfortable, but just enough to appease people. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it's been interesting to watch this process, but at the same time, it's a really fine line because I know there's other people who, um, are just like me. Like I'm not necessarily always vocal. It's not that I'm not vocal. And some people probably wish I was less vocal, but I'm always behind the scenes doing things that you would never know. You know what I mean? Like most of my activism is not public activism. It's like actual real people, real relationships, making sure people are doing okay. You know, like that, that's what I do more so than public. Like I'm not a, I'm not a Facebook warrior, but I'm going to fiercely defend all of the people that I know. It, and it doesn't even, I don't even have to know you. If I see something, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to defend you in that moment. But no one's ever going to see that. And so like, how do we find this line? I don't have this answer. I just want to open this and be curious around it. How do we define this? And how do we avoid calling people out who are doing a ton of the stuff behind the scenes and they just do it in a humble way because they're not doing it for you or for building their brand. They're just doing it because it's right. So here's the thing that I think sometimes people tend to gloss over. And that is that um, when you are taking a social cause like that and just kind of like jumping on the, on the train, on the bandwagon, you have to realize that that's already a moving train. There were already people driving that. There were already people affected by this um, issue, whatever that issue may be. It may be LGBTQ, it may be racial justice, it may be criminal reform, whatever the thing may be. But somebody who has already been affected by it, maybe experienced a death, maybe experienced an injustice, maybe knows somebody who has been wrongfully incarcerated, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And so when you jump in and offer your two cents, without being um, well-versed in it, without being humble about it, et cetera. It's like double the trauma because now I have to deal with the trauma that I'm dealing with and manage your energy too. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so, so then to manage your energy too, and then when I politely, because sometimes I have to manage my own anger or my own um, trauma around it, ask somebody or correct somebody about what they do, then they have the unmitigated gall, Amy Walker, to then get offended or want a cookie for doing the bare minimum. It's like, I I just can't. I just need you to sit down. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. And I still understand that we've had this conversation that um, it was Cornelia that said Cornelia, um, it was Cornelia's last name. Yeah. Cornelia Shipley. She's been on the show. Sorry. My brain blinked there. Um, we had this conversation how she said, you know, at, at this point you are either 
willfully ignorant or you just willfully want to be uninvolved and you're just willfully, I can't remember the word she used, but like it's, it's willful at this point in time. And, and I still feel like I am trying, like I'm running behind the train, trying to catch up to the train. And so like the train is moving and I am trying to understand it and I'm chasing it and I'm like running as fast as my little legs can carry me. But I'm, I'm so far behind the train that like, it's, I get that there's a middle zone that we wish wasn't there. I'm sure that you wish it wasn't like, why are you people so stupid still? Like (laughs) why have we been having this conversation for so long and you still don't get it. But I understand that because I'm in that space still trying but not there. Yeah. So I like, I like the analogy that you used because I liken it to, you know, let's say for example, that you live in a really cozy neighborhood Mm -hmm. and just down the block, the whole block is on fire Mm -hmm. and you're just in your kitchen, baking cookies, minding your own business (laughs) and you smell smoke to you. It's just smoke Mm -hmm. to somebody else, their entire livelihood and all they've ever known has been blown up in their face and a limb is missing and they don't know where their dog or their mama is. Right. And you walk down the street like, oh, what's happening? But you're just kind of moseying along because to you, it's just smoke. So you see people running, you're like, what's the big deal? Mm -hmm. Right. But that's because you have no idea that this entire block has gone up on smoke. And for some people, they could argue so that your block could be exempt from this madness. So by the time that you get there and you're like, well, how can I help? And, and people are looking at you like, are you kidding me? Don't you see what's it's going on? already burned down. Yeah. yeah. Like, and furthermore, because of you, you know, and sometimes it feels like it's a fault, fault finding or blame finding or whatever, which I think alienates people and, and makes people feel like, well, if, if I'm going to be attacked just for trying to be a good person, then I'd rather just not play at all. Oh, it does. It, it creates a lot of people moving into silence because it's like, well, the train's already moving. I know how far away from it I am. So what am I going to well, do? There's nothing I can do about and it. That's where, that's where Cornelia, uh, big ups to Cornelia Shipley, love that woman, um, where she says, at this point, given what we know, because this stuff has been, been talked about. I mean, we've had movements. We've had murders. We've had civil rights leaders assassinated we've had oklahoma city bomb like how could you not know <laughs> at this point it's I can, I can see it's like okay so you are either willfully ignorant at this point or willfully complicit and once you are made aware once again that this stuff is actually impacting other people who may not live in your neighborhood who may not go to the schools that your children go to who may not share the same religious or social beliefs or, you know, political background or whatever the case may be, but they're part of your 7 billion person planet uh, family anyway. And that you can sit there and be like, well, I haven't seen it, so it doesn't affect me. We have to talk about your humanity, not the reality that they're experiencing and what they're standing up for. And I think that's the part that people shy away from. It's like, oh my God, does this mean I'm not a good person? Does this mean I'm a sociopath? Does this mean that I'm stupid? And you make it about you versus, oh my God, there's something happening that I want to contribute to. Let me see how I can contribute. Yeah. So I want to, I want to add a couple of things into this because this is such a, such a deep and important conversation to have. So 
when I was moving from Utah to Georgia, we were driving across the country and it was during the uh, rioting in Ferguson. So um, George Zimmerman had just been acquitted. And I'm telling you that the news story changed when we hit about halfway there, that it was a totally different story. And there were totally different facts, if I could air quote it on sound, I would. But I mean, there, it was different facts of the case that you were hearing. There are people in different parts of the country that are literally not, like if you're saying, I do not understand how you can see what I see and not, not have an understanding. They're not seeing what you're seeing. They're not hearing what you're hearing. They are hearing a totally different set of facts and they're basing their opinions off of facts. And this is the challenging part that as soon as you lay a fact out there, it is subject to the way that it is presented and it is received according to somebody's experience level. And I, and, and then we look at the whole layer of social media where you only see that even my husband and I can both go to the same news site and it based on which computer we're on, it shows different news stories based and it's the same news site. By the way, I triangulate news. So if I look at the news, I look at um, a left wing site. I looked at a, I look at a right wing site. And then I also look at a foreign site. Cause I'm like, okay, what is even going on? So unless you're really, really digging and looking in multiple places, you're only ever going to see news and facts that support what you already believe. Yeah. And that is the way that that is just the reality of our situation. So the way around that is you actually have to talk to people and listen to them about their life experiences. It's a lot harder to discount you, Monica, and your experiences and what you've been through and you know the, the things that have made up who you are than it is to discount a news site that tells me that it's really not a race issue. It's really a socioeconomic issue. Right. And there's all the facts to support it. I'm like, of course, there's facts to support it. You can create, you can shape facts and you can shape data to produce whatever outcome you want to produce. So it's this humanity of people to people and listening to each other that I feel like is happening less and less. And that's why this divide is getting bigger and bigger. And so I'm going to liken it to, I'm going to liken social justice or being quote-unquote woke in the world or being or or moving from performative activism to a conviction of the heart i'm going to liken it to the human life cycle as i often do the the bulk of the work of building a human being happens from conception to the time that they're about 12 years old even if the rest of your life like you could live to be 100 right that's 88 more years in addition to being a 12 year old and there's still that those 88 years do not compare to the transformation and the hard work and the, the, the constancy and the rigor and the watchfulness of your, of your caregivers, et cetera. So that by the age of 12, you could live out the rest of your 88 years uh, as a fully functional, you know, health, relatively healthy human being. Right. So from conception to nine months, um, you know, once you've been given birth to the, your, your infancy, your childhood, your teenage years, et cetera, th those are all critical. And if you jack anything up inside of those 12 years, the next 88 are going to be hell. And you're going to f forever spend those 88 years making up for whatever it was that you didn't get in the first 12. And in the same way with social justice, with, um, you know, just us being connected to one another, the hard part is in the, in the front. 
it's getting educated, it's being a critical thinker, it's taking the time to listen to people. And it sounds like a lot of work, it's exhausting, I agree. And um, it means if you have the presence of mind, if you have the emotional maturity, if you have the patience and the resilience to stick with it for that, that, that beginning time, uh, I'm mm -hmm. liking it to the first 12 years of your life, then the next 88 will be worth it. Otherwise, the next 88 will be overcompensating for whatever you didn't do, didn't get, didn't learn, didn't master in those first 12. It's the same deal. Yeah. And it's, um, it's sad for me to see people that are really like, I don't even know quite how to say this. Their, their world is changing and they can't find a way to change with it. And so they're just experiencing all the negatives instead of getting the beautiful part that comes out of becoming a better, kinder, more caring, more compassionate person. It's really interesting as well to see people, how, how we separate so much instead of finding the common ground and finding the commonality. Like I did a post that, wow, turned into quite the storm about a week ago. And um, there was so much anger on there and so much assumption on there. And, um, you know, people telling me things about me that I'm like, well, I don't even know you. And I know that's not me. So I don't even know where that came from. Yeah. And just the, and it was interesting because my, my post had been one that really was about compassion and about empathy and about listening. And it was like, I was getting accused of being leftist in this way. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that you know, the right was anti-compassion. You know, I didn't know that was your thing. That's kind of a self-own. <laughs> it's just <laughs> like, you know, I mean, but it's not, right? Like the compassion is not owned by a certain party, nor is justice, nor is empathy, nor is understanding, nor is wisdom. Like there's, there's this huge division going on right now that we assume that one difference equals a gulf when really it's like one difference we probably have so much more in common and so i i really can't bring it back enough like we need to be having more conversations with real people who disagree with us mm -hmm. not online conversations but like listening i have a good friend who issued this 30-day fast challenge that it's a fast from judgment Oh, and nice. it's a, yeah, it was actually, it's really cool. So it's for 30 days that you are going to be inquisitive and that you are going to ask questions and seek for understanding that all your communication is to seek for understanding, not to seek to convince, not to seek to be right. Just seek for understanding. Mm -hmm. I'm going to sign that up. Yeah, it's pretty, actually, it's hard for me because I am surprisingly opinionated and I'm always like, no, but I need you to understand. I'm like, no, 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 but I need to understand. <laughs> yes. yes. That's a great exercise, Amy. I'm going to take that on because it's a great way of life. It's a great mm -hmm. way of living. Like, so, so suspending judgment doesn't necessarily mean that I exclude myself from having an opinion. I just exclude myself from the attachment to having, you know, it <laughs> mm -hmm. or agree with it. <laughs> or make it mean if we differ in opinion that that means something about your personhood or your worthiness or your ability to relate, et cetera. You know what I mean? Like those, those conclusions that we jump to just because we have a disagreement. I think that's, that's juicy stuff right there. Yeah. 
And okay. I, I want to say something else about this from a business perspective is that I think people are slow to understand that how you are being on social media when you're like a Facebook warrior and an Instagram bully and whatever, you're literally taking money off the table. People yeah. are watching you. They're watching how you interact with others. They're watching your condescension and your little snide remarks. And they're making up their minds whether they want to do business with somebody like that. Very true. And the other thing is, you guys, like, it's one thing to um, think, to thoughtfully put your beliefs out into the world. That is one thing. It is a totally other thing to argue and bicker with strangers. Like, who's got the energy for that? That's crazy to count right there. Save, I, I just have started deleting all of those because I'm like, I love you enough not to let you spend your day doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this for you. <laughs> this is a gift to you to give you back your life, your time, your peace, your sanity. You don't even know this person. Neither of you are changing each other's opinions. So move it along, friends. Yeah, here, here. Well, I would love to hear from all of us in the community, in the Your Circle of Influence community, your experience with performative activism. Have you been accused of it? Have you witnessed it? What has your experience been like? Please leave us a comment and let us know your experience. We want to have public discourse about it. And I think one of the things that we're learning here in Your Circle of Influence is that we can have hard conversations, we can have uncomfortable conversations and still walk out on the other side, more connected, more intimate and knowing more about each other and ourselves than we did walking in. Yeah. And so that's my invitation for the comments and, and for joining us in our private Facebook group so that we can continue the conversation. I 100% I agree with that because every time you and I have had a really hard conversation, I love you more afterwards. I'm like, I just love that woman. She's amazing. So it's, and you know what? We do not always agree on everything. We're not on the same side of every single issue. Um, but we leave with more understanding and we leave with, to me, every time I have a, a deep conversation with anybody, I leave with a stronger belief in humanity and a stronger faith that we're going to be okay. You know, sometimes it's easy to look at the world and be like, I don't know if we're going to be okay. But we're going to be okay. <laughs> Just talk to more people, yes. even the ones that feel like your enemies, talk to them, listen, yes. gain understanding, and you will walk away with a stronger belief that it's going to work out because we are still good. Yes. Here, here. All right. Well, Monica, thank you for another great deep thinking, thought provoking. And uh, I'm sorry I had to ask what performative activism was like five times. It's because I actually, I got, I thought you were saying like it was the good thing that we should be trying to have. And I'm like, I'm just not catching this. Like, why, why is she want, snarling every time she mentions? Performative <laughs> activism. Like why not just real advocacy? And then today I was like, oh, click, got it. It's in, mm -hmm. it's synced in. Yes. Be real, my friends. Be real. Do good. Yeah, throw it out. Yeah. Whatever, you know, whatever you are committed to, be committed enough that you do it when there is nobody giving you a thumbs up button and there is nobody who's going to be singing your praises. Like just do it because it's the right thing to do and it aligns with your heart, your soul, your values. And get your cookies from your therapist, not from <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Love you guys. See you inside of the Facebook group. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for being here with us today. Thanks, everyone.